Hi, my name is Sophia, and I work at Heavenly Lashes in the city of Riverside, California, and today I'm the guest announcer. You can find me on Instagram at heavenly underscore lashes. Cue the music. In an industry where most of us spend the majority of our time working alone in a room, this podcast was created so you can learn, be encouraged, and find a connection with other lash and beauty professionals. This is the LashCast Podcast, and here is your host, Paul Lubers. Coming to you from the City of Roses, this is the broadcast by Lash Professionals and for Lash Professionals. Thank you so much for tuning in. First off, I want to say thank you to Sophia from Heavenly Lashes for being our guest announcer today. Sophia was one of our all-star volunteers at LashCon, and she really helped us in a huge way to save the swag bags. We almost had a, a disaster, and she came in and helped save that. So she did an amazing job. I just want to give a big shout-out to her. Today, we are releasing an interview that we did with Christina, better known as Eyelash Gina, that we did back at IBS in June of 2019. Yes, it's been seven months. We are severely backlogged on episodes, and we're finally getting to this one. We even, by the way, have another episode with Allie from Last Anarchist, but one of our mics, unfortunately, did not work with Tusney, and we were trying to fix it, and I think at this point, we're just going to have to have Allie back on and re-record it. And if you've been listening ever to Shelby over at Last Boss Radio, you know it. I think it took them three times to get the episode with Allie to work on her episode. So once again, the Allie's uh, curse, or what do you want to call it for podcasting, is a crossover into our show, but we will have her on sometime soon, too. Today's episode is more of an introduction, by the way, to who Christina is. It's not an in-depth interview. It was just something we did on the floor at the show. She has a class called Social Design that I've been told is absolutely amazing. Everyone who's taken it absolutely loves it. It's an amazing class that helps you to really rethink how you do social media. And she gives you the tools so that you can really do amazing work. I put her contact information in the show notes so you can reach out to her after you listen to this episode and find out when she's teaching her next class. I also know that she will be speaking at the World Series of Beauty along with us on June 26th in Vegas. This is just before the Beauty Experience trade show, which used to be called IBS. For obvious reasons, that was changed finally. So we will see you there, hopefully, along with Eilistina or Christina and a whole bunch of other amazing speakers. And now a few quick announcements. Last cruise is coming up here march 27th through the 30th it's just a little less than seven weeks away and if you buy your tickets now you can still get a plane ticket that won't cost too much and you can come out and hang out with all these amazing lash influencers like kim james courtney bueller and so forth so you definitely don't want to miss this we'll have a small time of learning but most of this time is focused on actually connecting and making friends and having fun so do not delay sign up today we will next be speaking after that at the scottsdale lash and conference and competition that's april 17th through the 19th i believe their ticket sales or their prices go up this week or the end of this week so you can sign up this week get on board and if it's not i'm sorry i don't know their schedule but it's coming up soon i know and that's going to have another great lineup so go check them out the link is in our bio on our instagram page Lastly, the last conference is coming up in September 19th through the 21st, and we're going to be selling tickets for that probably two, three weeks away. This is the largest last conference and the only business-focused conference in the world. We're expecting over 500 people. This is basically our last industry's homecoming. This is the place to be. You're going to see everyone there, all the brands, all the influencers, a chance to mix and mingle with all these friends and make connections all over the United States and the world, really, and it's going to be amazing. So 
Standby ticket sales are coming very, very soon. And actually, I have one more thing. We are looking for guest announcers and people to submit us questions via audio. So if you've been itching to have your own podcast, maybe you want to get a little trial run, or maybe you just, you know, I know a lot of you probably think your voices aren't really great, but don't worry. I have like the worst voice in the world, and I'm doing a podcast, so you can too. So basically, you can come on, go to the show notes, and read that little script Submit the audio to us, and you can be one of our guest announcers. Pretty cool. And then lastly, you can then obviously also, if you do that, why don't you just submit a question and say, hey, here's something I've been wondering, and we will put you on our Q&A section, or what I like to call now our question and response section, where we will respond and give you some of our thoughts on your questions. So you can email any of these audio clips to paul at lashcastpodcast.com, or just go to the show notes, and you'll see the information there too. Okay, guys, that's all our announcements. Now let's get into today's interview of you. Christina is a sweetheart, and we're excited to get this episode out today so you can get to know her a little bit better. I'm sure you'll enjoy this episode, and we'll have to have her back again with a longer, more in-depth interview very soon. We are live here again at IBS with our third guest. We're super excited to have Christina from Eyelashstina. And she, if you don't know her already, you should definitely be following her. She is definitely very creative and has amazing work that she does online. So check out her Instagram. But that all said, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's so fun. Absolutely. Yeah, this is our first time meeting her. So we, we're not like these buds that hang out all the time. So it's kind of almost like we're going to get to know you a little bit and what you're like and what makes you tick and all that. And I know one of the things that Erica is the one who really got us onto you over a year ago. And we were thinking about trying to get trainers onto our, to our salon. And she was like, well, you have to get Eilashtina. I mean, she, better than anyone, seems to know how to do photo editing. She's just really got this amazing eye. This gift. This gift. And so I think for us to get things started, maybe hear a lot more about what... What, where did you get that? Is that something you were born with? I'm guessing not. I'm did guessing you have you a had formal to, training? Did you have training? Or like, just, what kind of experience yeah. do you have that, you, that, that has made you who you are? You know, the origins of all of that is, is kind of unusual. And it started as a child, <laughs> which might sound odd, but my, I grew up in a family of 12. And my mom, we didn't have a lot of money. And she really encouraged us to explore different forms of art. And so mm-hmm. I learned how to sew and sculpt and bake. speaking her language now. <laughs> everything. She kept us entertained. Do you want to paint today? And... Um, that really became a, something that I was really passionate about, working with my hands and, and different... Um, like so, mediums or forms? Yeah, yeah. So and so in school, I really gravitated towards art. Um, I'm a, I was a fine art major in uh, college. There we go. Uh-huh. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, okay. There we go. That makes sense. Okay. <laughs> but to my, to my uh, family's... Uh, they weren't so happy about it. I dropped out of college, and my grandma actually tried to bribe me. She said, if you stay in college in your program, I'll send you to Italy. And, you know, she was so sweet. But I dropped out of college. I went to hair school. And after that, I became a professional makeup artist. And I don't know if you guys are familiar with MySpace. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What? Oh, yeah. MySpace. Oh, yeah. I had my top eight and my yes. playlist. Uh-huh. Yep. I had a rock band, and we were on MySpace. Oh, my You're lying. God. He's <laughs> lying. <laughs> my Paul wow. lie meter is yeah, right lie now. Yeah, lie meter is right off the charts, yes. 
So on MySpace, you you kind of could learn how to code. Uh-huh. Yes, yes, make HTML. your page cool. Yep. And so I got into that, and then I learned. I started to learn Photoshop to make my photos look cooler. And then after that, I got into lashes. And fast forward to when I moved to Vegas. Um, I didn't have a, and I started my lash business. I didn't have a computer. I didn't have any professional tools. And I had some downtime. It took me about six months to build my business. But I had that downtime and I wanted to incorporate these different forms of art that I learned along the way. And so I learned, I started messing with different programs and I, I started to see very quickly that the photos that I edited and that I, I worked on got a lot more engagement. Mm-hmm. I think there's, we like pretty things, mm-hmm. not in a shallow way, but we're just, we're just attracted to them. Yeah. Just, yeah, like a moth to the flame. Yeah, yeah people yeah. have an eye for beauty. I think that's part that's been put into us, you know, right. from our creator. Yeah. yeah. And I have an eye for junk. No, I have an eye, eye for junk. junk. Yeah, no, 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 no beauty for my. Actually, you do like ugly things. I will say that. That's why she's married to me. Uh, that's lame. I'm sorry. That's a little... Brutal. Yeah, no. no, actually, no. they all joke about that. That the things that I pick out, like stuffed animal, whatever stuffed it is, stuffed animals, toys. They always say I like ugly things. So junk, pure junk. Yeah. But so anyway, that fine arts background obviously has served you well because when you yeah. brought it into the last world and your photography skills really showed. Now. I'm guessing most of these photographs when you do your work takes about two minutes, right? I wish. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's a lot of work, right? I mean, you spend some time, I'm guessing, to make them look the way they do. A lot of time. And it it might be because I'm meticulous, but I also think that I love it so much Mm. and I really develop a relationship with the photo and the person and trying to extract the beauty that they have and showing that in a way that just makes them shine. Yeah. yeah. That sounds super cheesy, but... So no, it's like you great. see something. We were talking about this right before we started uh, recording about the things that... Well, actually, we were recording. It was the sewing and the growing up creative. So it's like you learned to have an eye to see something, to see beauty in something, a raw material, um, and then to coax it out of it. So it's like you've been in training for your whole life to be able to do something like that. So when you see an image, is there something that you that you connect with um, ahead of time that you want to bring out? Or is it the more time you spend with something, the more creative or inspired you become? I think it's a little bit of both. There's definitely photos that I work on, and I think there is no way that this is going to be postable. Uh And at the end, sometimes those are my favorite photos, and I'm glad I didn't give up on... Not these people, but the photos, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. (laughs) And... I, you almost feel like a little plastic surgeon. I'm kind of addicted yeah. to seeing the before and after. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I'm I'm not opposed to natural beauty. And I think that, that women and men, we're beautiful as we are. Thank you for putting men in there. That was special. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone in their industry says women, women, women. Who am I? I'm not. Aww. You chop liver. I'm chop liver, yeah. So thank you. I'm trying to. <laughs> I'm trying to include the men. You know? <laughs> there you go, there you Where go. are you guys? Me and Jet last so, face Jamie, us too. Yeah, yes. Jamie's so great. I wanted to be really careful in my editing not to destroy the things about people that are... Make them them, right? Make yeah. Make them them, yeah. Exactly. I still want, I want them to look like them, yeah. 
but I just want to bring out that essence of beauty. And unfortunately, our lighting and different things are very unforgiving, and they can make us look yeah. way worse than we do in real life. Yeah, and you know? the way that I think about it, too, is especially, you know, when you're showcasing lashes, you don't want people to be distracted by something else going on, like if it's a blemish or if it's... Know, yeah. discoloration in the skin like you you want the lashes to stand out so that's the way I think about it it's not like covering up flaws or covering up like you know some freckles or wrinkles and things that really express who that person is but yeah. it's letting what stand out what really needs to stand out so that's yeah. how I like and lighting sometimes makes it's all the difference I know we were shooting some videos for our lash con our, our conference I'll promote that idea here again but <laughs> Tusney, I was shooting a video of her, and we were using oh, the glam core lights. Oh, he made me look lights. like a dog. <laughs> oh my gosh, the glam core lighting was so bad Harsh. on and her in skin. In the back, in the back room, and I'm just like, oh, you cannot use that. Yeah. I think you, yeah. And it's, yeah. it's the lighting. The lighting was really harsh, and it wasn't soft, and it wasn't the right kind of light, like a ring light or some other things. So you have to make up for that. You can go in, in your case, and be able to fix some of those things. It takes more time to do it. If you do it wrong, like we were shooting it, you really can't always fix it in post, but you know. You know, I have. I know this sounds crazy, but when I, I'm in class with my students and I show them some of the before and afters that I've, I've done, they can't, it looks like a whole new photo because what I'm teaching you, you can manipulate so much. Yeah. And there's so much that goes into editing a photo and that transformation that you wouldn't even think of, right? It, it's But it looks like a completely different, like, um, the only thing I can kind of... Um, compared to is I, years and years ago I worked for a plastic surgeon and looking at his before and afters as I was training with him he'd say you know show me what's different in these pictures and I'd say the nose is different after he's like no I didn't touch the nose on that what's different is because it's balanced now you see it differently mm, yeah. it's kind of I think it's kind of similar to what you're saying it's yeah. like you know because you highlight it you even though it's the same image it's the same person your eye sees different things you know it almost looks like a different picture, right? Absolutely. Because you're focusing on different things, highlighting. Do you you find it easy to teach? Like, do, is it easy for people to catch on to? Or is it kind of a little struggle sometimes? You know, I think that people really have to pay attention. And the, the consensus with my students is that they think it's a really simple process. Right. It's like a formula. They think it's a filter, probably. Yeah, or uh, or like Facetune and Facetune, you right. just paint and you're done. Yeah. But there's so much that goes into it, and you get faster and faster over time. But I think that people really don't realize the power of editing and what is at their fingertips and how they can completely change how they're presenting their work and marketing to people. It's really empowering. Yeah. As artists. So I want to take your class so bad. (laughs) You know what I want you to do? I want you to create a service where all we have to do is send you the pictures and then you do it There you go. And you fix all our photos. Yes. That's what I want. $500 a photo. Sometimes I'm like, can I just do this all day? Because I truly love it. It's so fun. I wouldn't mind that if it was my job. I love lashes, but editing is That's what you're... How, How long does it take for an average photo... Let's just say first for you, and then when a student's learning from your class, how long does it take them to implement and, and do use the skills that you teach them? I think that when they're first learning, a lot of them will spend the full two hours in class that we have to practice because you're just connecting and you're it's you're learning a new skill, you're working with your hands and having to think about it, and it's things that we haven't 
they're doing things that they haven't thought about. Mm-hmm. They're using a their new muscle. muscle. It's a new, new muscle, muscle yeah. right? Yeah. For me, I would say the average time I take on a photo, fo- that I edit a photo is about an hour. Wow. See, see, I think people think it's like Lisa Facetune. Five minutes, boom, 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 you're done. Like, no, an hour. That's not, and that's, a, that's you're, the you're, fine artist. And you're in skilled, her. and you're, yeah. you're, you know your stuff. Yeah. You can do it quickly compared to someone who's new. So, someone new is going to be a lot longer, I'm mean, going to guess. Yeah, absolutely. Just like when we start to lash those first sets. My first sets of volume took me six hours. Oh, yeah. Right. yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, right. this is the worst. Like, I'm so <laughs> slow. Um, but the more you practice just with anything, you get better and better. But it definitely takes time to develop that skill. Mm-hmm. Nothing comes fast. No. Nothing is easy. And I no. think photo- photography, if you want to be a great photographer, you got to study, do, learn how to shoot first. And then secondly, you know, in your case, learn how to edit. And that's another whole skill by itself. Yeah. And what is so interesting is I hear people say that they don't have time to edit. And to me, one good photo is more powerful than 30 bad photos probably photos that you didn't really put your heart into yeah. mm-hmm. and it shows when I started posting I, I didn't post that many photos but when I did I made sure that it was something that I absolutely loved right and that makes such a big impact on your page so mm-hmm. there's so many ideas that we need to post every day three times a day and, and I think you should do whatever you want but in our industry we're trying to get new clients and trying to build a brand yeah you're branding but stand out there's mm-hmm. so much competition where yeah. there's so many to, new lash artists you have to find a way different. to separate yourself a niche you have to have something that's original that's different yeah. I mean your Instagram page is a gallery it is a yeah. example of your work and you do not need to post every day the days of posting on Instagram every day are, are gone you don't yeah. have to I mean I look at we were talking about Lana with Lux Uncut and she posts like once and for a while once a month right yep. yeah. now, but she's, she's doing her stories she's doing her stories every day but once a month yeah. she's waiting for the right photo do it right make it beautiful mm-hmm. and then do stories every day which is everyone kind of understands that's just the raw kind of version of yourself and you're going to learn stuff but you don't have to do a photo post every day right. it's too much work it and, and, much work. and you can do what you do you, that way you can focus more on the editing and get that right photo done that's really going to sell your, your vision yeah. your work and then you're going to grow followers and, and hopefully get more um, you know, people into your salon but I think a lot of people have the old school way of thinking is like post 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 and I think you lose people they see your stuff they go oh it's not that good oh no we did right remember a year ago we hired a friend of ours to come in and shoot and we did no editing we just let them take pictures and post it and we start going oh my gosh these photos are horrible because there's a last weird my mom calls me and she's like I've never seen the lashes look as bad as they do I'm like oh mom (laughs) we're not editing anything we're just posting crap up oh it was embarrassing oh well we learned you live and learn you live and learn we just tried we thought we'll give it, hand it over to someone else and see what they do and I think like most people we learn oh crap other people can't do it but yeah. you know what I don't want to denigrate the people that we it's, no, we it, love was them. Our, He's great. it was our you know we didn't know what we didn't know no, no. I mean, there were two guys, and we love them. We're still friends with them, and we, we didn't have a bad ending, by the way. We just realized it wasn't the right fit. They, yeah. they, they're, they're, what they were doing was aimed at a different market, and we weren't really and we weren't really providing the best resources to them so that they could they get could the best be optimal successful. picture. Yeah, yeah so, that's right. That's anyhow, true. Not going to bash Nate. Yeah, Nate's awesome. We love him. Oh, you were going to say something? Yeah. No, I, I think what's hard about stepping away from our business and, and handing over social media is each of us have a vision in our head of what mm-hmm. it should look like how we want to connect with people and translating that 
into words and having other people do that is very difficult. Yeah. yeah. Right. Really difficult. To tease it apart, to actually put it in words, to give direction to somebody, it's like you have to process everything that you like and don't like and you have to you have to translate that. It's very personal too. It's really reflective of you. Now when you're yeah. bigger, like Borboletta or something like that, I mean they they're a big company now, so their brand represents that big brand. But yeah, but when it's a small operation like us or like you, you're a single operator. You know, even in your website, I love it. It's like, hey, guys, I'm a single woman show. Give me some time to get back to you. It's nothing. I'm not trying to be a jerk or anything, but it takes me, I think you said 22 days, 48 hours to respond and all that, which is I love the honesty and just yeah. openness about that. That's refreshing because I think a lot of times people want to come off like they're this big company and it's just a single operator. Well, it's managing expectations yeah. too, which is important. But, it, you, but in your case, you want your brand to represent you because it is you. You are your own brand. So I think it's really important that you just don't hand that off to anyone. Or if you do, you really need to have good guidelines and, and show here's the protocols. Here's how we do it. Look at my 100 examples for you so you begin to adapt and learn that, that, that flow. Otherwise, you're going to end up doing something where you throw someone in there to just really fail. And it's really your fault because you didn't really lead them or give them these tools to succeed. Yeah, absolutely. Well, one of the things I wish we could keep going on, but I know that today we're running behind and Tara is supposed to come in here and start doing her show. And I feel like we're about to run into her time, so I don't want to be rude to her. But I, I'm so thankful that you came on Thank and we got a chance to at least to meet you. Um, we were going to have you at our, at our salon. We had her set up to come in. Was it September or October? August, I think I forget August. We were going to do a training yeah, together. Yeah, have a yeah. training, yeah. have her, but we'll find another way to collaborate and have you around. Uh, I've we'll heard have you all, back. All, I've only yeah. heard wonderful things about you from everyone, and yeah. your classes Thank up here you. are great. I know Erica is definitely going to sign up and take one of your classes one of these days Me too. when you're back in the LA area, <laughs> yeah. so yeah. that we can learn how to do um, editing better. Yeah, you know, when I first started my business, I didn't have anything. I didn't have a dollar to my name. I didn't have a computer, and I learned everything off my phone and I think what is unique about my class and what I try to remember is so many of us start with nothing and having professional tools that we can use for, for the you know when we are starting from the ground up is yeah. so important it's foundational I mean yeah. you kind of wing it until you can't anymore and it's like and then once you finally get your first like professional thing like for me my loops and the, or the kind of tweezers that I was using it's just like or the chair you know um, for you it'd be like professional tools they're they're not cheap but it's yeah. like it completely transforms your craft so I hear you on that and, and kudos that you keep thinking about what it was like when you started so that your students are in the same place I think that's noble because I think once you get going you start getting busy you get successful it's easy to think at well it, it's easy for me now now, you'll remember what it was like when you first got started. And if you can keep remembering what it was like when you first started, that's going to keep you humble, keep yeah, you grounded, and be more, humble. and totally. be there for those people who are just starting out who don't have all that knowledge that you have. Because it's, it's easy to think, we oh, everyone knows what I know. And you're like, no, we've been doing lashes for 15 years. There's a lot of stuff you know that other yeah. people don't know, and we can't assume that other people do. you, you got to start slow and keep it simple sometimes. And that's really cool that you do that for them. Yeah. Well. Thanks so much. We, we'll let it go. I, we, we try to end it once. We'll end it this time. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> we'll have you back on again for a longer version. Go a little bit more into your story and a little bit more about you and all that. I'd love to hear more about it because I don't think uh, have you been on Last Boss yet? No, oh. I, I've kind of ah. dropped off the face of the earth for a little while, no, uh, so I've well, been flying under the radar. No, you're back, and we're glad to have you on. We'll yeah. definitely do it again in a longer version so people can get to know you better. Yeah, Thank you so that. much. Thank you, guys.
that wraps up this show. Thank you so much for tuning in. I want to ask you to please follow us on Instagram at Lashcast Podcast. And remember to subscribe, share, and review. On behalf of my Lash experts of Tusty and Erica, as well as our special guest, Christina, I want to thank you for taking some time to listen. Keep on lashing. And remember, you have a friend in the lash industry. 